This is episode four of How to Get Scouted. I'm Drew Rice. I'm Olu Kodri. How you doing today, Olu? I'm not bad. I'm not bad, Drew. What uh, are we talking about today? So we're talking about what a football player should work on or need to get scouted. What a football player should work on and needs to get scouted. Yes. Tell me. So, I mean, back to the four-corner model that we've been going on about. Mm. You can see how important this model is because it just follows through our conversations. Um, Technical, physical, mental and tactical. Technical, physical, mental, tactical. Tactical understanding. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll speak about technical skills, which is ball control, dribbling, passing and shooting and first touch, also heading. Mm. Right, for me, that's very important for a player. What is those uh, components that I've just mentioned? Right, right, very because that's like your ball control is vital. Um, your dribbling, if you can go do your one on ones, right, also vital as well. Passing as well, length of passing, and you know, um, how accurate your passing is, is also vital as well. Um, these are key skills that players should have if you want to go on to that next level. Must have. Must have. First touch as well. If you ain't got a good first touch, right, that is tight to you, then you're not going to be nowhere near it. Mm. You know what I mean? And especially, right, you know what? There was a There was a stat that said... Um, I think it was a couple years back that of the England, I think under-18s team or under-21s, I'm not sure, one of those two, that eight of the starting 11 were from London. Wow. Everyone's asking, the next question is why Mm. were they from London? Mm. See, London produced good talent. Why do London produce good talent? Because we are exposed to a lot of small-sided games. Like, you know, um, for example, um, like goals. Goals is like eight aside or six aside. Yeah. You know, and this is where a lot of young players actually increase their skills. Because they don't have the, the, the space. Yes. They're working in tight spaces. Tight spaces, Drew. Right. Tight spaces and helps you improve your game a lot because why you're touch has to be good your passing has to be good your ball control has to be top notch yeah right and also your dribbling as well if you're gonna dribble and go past someone you want to keep control of that ball so all of these right it just adds up and even if you look at first team training sessions right sometimes they play small-sided uh games or either keep ball and stuff like that so on a Saturday or on a Tuesday or Wednesday whatever day they're playing right you can then see it progress I think Manu was doing it um, in pre-season tight boxes tight mm. boxes you can see that Eric Tankag likes playing um, you know likes keeping the ball and likes playing in tight positions mm. uh, physical as well we're going to talk about the physical attributes which are speed endurance strength balance and jumping as you know this all depends on also your position that you play in so as I said previously if you're centre back your jumping and strength 
are going to have to be top notch as well as your balance speed i mean if you're six foot four or three you're not going to have much speed i'm not saying every six foot three or four don't don't have speed but if you do come to me mate <laughs> i want to sign you <laughs> um as a winger speed as well i think you have to be very agile um striker strength um as well jumping speed but it just depends mm. right it just i can't tell you to have all of it but it just depends on your position right right if you're centre mid you're not going to want to be like six foot five or four mm. i mean yeah you win every header but are you going to be able to move a bit mm. you know so yeah it just depends but these um attributes that i've mentioned the physical attributes you must have at least two out of um five okay at least two out of five mental skills drew decision making composure discipline can the person can the player adapt how confident just thinking about you know you, you talk about making decisions yeah you've got different types of decisions so you've got a split second decision when you're on the pitch do I kick it to him or do I kick it over there to him mm. and you've got to do it now no yeah and then there's decisions like do I sign for this club you know do I uh, like this manager and how do I decide about talking to the public if I suddenly find myself in a in a in a team and people are interested in my opinion about things you know there's all sorts of decisions to make and when you're getting scouted which is what we're talking about yeah. like 14 15 16 even the thought that i need to make decisions about myself about my career is kind of like well how do i how do i make decisions i think drew you hit the nail on the head mate that's the key question uh, how do you make these decisions? For me, the best way to make key decisions is by getting someone in the industry who is experienced, right? I mean, if you're talking off the pitch, you need to get someone um, mm -hmm. who is experienced that's been in the game for a while to then advise you, advise you, not only you, but you and your family, mm. right? That's one you you mentioned about um on the pitch uh good scenario you know there's per player there player there quick decision if it's the right decision if he passes it to the player a and player a gets tackled but if he would have passed it to the player b player mm. b would have been thrown on goal and i'm happy that we're speaking about this because decision making in football uh, especially for youth players um, it's something that if they improve on it can change their game hugely and the way that players can make more right decisions is by looking back at their games and matches mm. because they would be able to see the decision that they make, made Yeah, and as well as that sit down with a coach one of your coach so that he as well can speak to you about and ask you certain question. He needs to get your brain thinking, why didn't you do that pass and then drop off and then receive it again? Mm. Why didn't you do that long ball to the winger? He was open. 
you know, certain question. What I do realise is most young players hardly watch their games. Really? Yeah. For me, football's that education. Yeah. If you play a game, you've got to l- learn the good and the bad stuff that you've done. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I, I just think that more players should watch their games. I mean, f- if you want to be a professional footballer, you've got to live and breathe it. You've got to live it and breathe it. You know? Just want to say, finally, on that uh, off-the-pitch decision-making, and you said get yourself an advisor. Yeah. I would just remind people to find someone that they can trust. And it's not always easy because sometimes you trust someone and then they do a job on you, so to speak. Yeah. Rely on your instincts. Absolutely. Do your gut instincts tell you I like this person this is a good person or do your instincts tell you something's off mm, absolutely and for example if you're a player and you're going and, got, got, and you're going to meet um, you know like an advisor agent bring a family member yeah take someone with you you know bring bring an uncle or your mum or your dad you, you must have someone with you right so that your uncle or mother can understand their um, intentions. Yeah. You know? Okay, moving on. Moving on. Tactical understanding, positioning, vision, communication, teamwork, consistency, and performance. All those add up to a good performance. Teamwork, consistency, vision. If you've got them all in place, you're going to perform well. Yeah, I mean, you perform well, absolutely, as an individual and as a team. Um, But this is actually understanding the game. Mm. This part of understanding football. All right, you've got the skill. You can play football. You're a brilliant player. Your touches are clean. You know, you can ping the ball 30, 40 yards, right? But do you understand the game? Do you understand when to press? Do you understand when to drop off? You know, do you understand, um, you know, how how you're going to communicate when you're 2-0 down? Mm. You know, so I think these these are the stuff that is not teached at a young age mm. because obviously they don't have the resources to teach them. But... In academies, you kind of learn this by sitting down with the, you know, um, analysts, you know, especially positioning as well. You sit down with the analysts and coaches and say, okay, when you're here, you might want to be on a half turn to receive the ball. (coughs) And if you go watch a Sunday league game, you would hardly see players on a half turn. And you would hardly see players checking their shoulders. Right. So what do you mean checking their shoulders? What's that? So when you looking over their shoulders, yes, right, and um, just to know who's behind you, so you're aware, and of of your next pass or where you're going, right. right? Um, it's like checking your rear mirror. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. But at the top level, you 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 like see it all day, all day long. Um, Odegaard for Arsenal, he does it a lot. You know, if you watch him closely, checks, check, check. So even if he doesn't receive the ball, yeah, he'll be checking. Right. And 
that comes from him, his positioning. So him knowing where he is on the pitch and his vision as well. What's most important for me? Consistency and performance. Yeah. If you're not consistent, then your performance is not going to be good. Mm. Um, you'd be a player that, you know, you're good to feature maybe for 30, 40 minutes. Mm. And then day's done for you. Um, Next. Yeah, the last thing for me, right, is network, networking and exposure, which means building a strong online presence through social media uh, by posting highlight videos, especially uh, by highlight videos. Just make sure you circle yourself so see whoever's watching it knows who you are. Because uh-huh. a lot of people don't circle themselves and highlight reels, and then when they send it off to someone, you wouldn't know who's who. <laughs> right. um, establish connections with coaches, agents, and other players in the football community. As well as that, you can um, focus on these areas and showcase your abilities in matches, and this may increase your chance of getting scouted and advancing your football career. As well as that, I would urge a lot of players who are top talents but they don't know where to go to, to join a talent ID because uh, the people who run talent ID, they have the connections mm. to other clubs. So if you're good, then he he or she would eventually, you know, put you in front of a club, you know. So, you you know, there's lots of talent ID um, organizations out there. Like I said, there's Get Scouted, there's Onside, um, there's Godfrey as well. Um, yeah. So, you can, what you're saying is almost like get, get someone to film you. Get a like a show reel together mm. of your greatest moments on the pitch, yeah. on your Sunday league or whenever you wherever you're playing, mm. and get in touch with some scouts. So you mentioned get scouted. Yes. Godfrey. Godfrey, yes. And the other one was Onside Academy. Yeah. I really like them. They're very good. Okay. Yeah. And get get hold of these people and say, Come and see me. Can I send you a reel? Here's my Instagram. You can yeah. have a look at me here. Or some of them even have trials that they can... Come, let me come to a trial. Right. Okay. Yeah. So what you're saying is go to them. Yeah. They, they might come to you. They might see you. But if they're not coming to your, see your team, go to them. You've got to go there, mate. Right. You've got to be hungry. Okay. Yeah. Get yourself get, seen. Get yourself seen. Yeah. Because... Um, like, a scout might not even come to your games, even though they're everywhere. But what I can tell you, they definitely come to talent ID games. Right. That's so that's what you want to get on a talent ID. Yeah. You you want to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Because what happened is when the game's getting set up, right? Um, whoever's in charge of organising the fixture, they will you know get in contact with scouts, let them know that yeah. there's a game being right. played, and the game's also recorded. Right, and that will go out on YouTube. Like Onside Academy, the way they do it is very professional. It's recorded. They even got their commentators. 
They have well. commentators. Yeah, they do it very good. Right. So I applaud whoever's um, doing it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it for me, Drew. And the next episode, we'll be speaking about the life after being successful at a trial. Life after being successful at a trial. Yes. Let's hope that happens to all our listeners. Yeah, let's hope. I do hope so. <laughs> Until next time. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Cheers. Bye.